I'll do the intro here. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Travis. Days past Tooncast. Adult conversations about yesterday's animation. Yeah. yeah take it, um, dude. Yeah, you like guess, it I guess I'm hosting today. Mother. God damn what? it. Come on. I'm Will. not going to do this again. Will, dude. Will. Yeah, what? Dude, can we do this podcast or what's up, bro? I told you. Okay, look, dude, I'm on the boss, okay? I can't just uh, pause right now. I don't give a shit what you're on, bro. Right now, we're on a fucking podcast. Well, it's not my fault. Uh, you I, hit record. I, I don't feel good. You told me you were still going to be the same lead you always are, the yeah, overbearing on, lead that talks way too much in this yeah. podcast. This but now I got to talk. I got to have some jump, brain jump, in this jump, podcast, jump, man. Jump, 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 damn it. Come on, dude. Dude, I told you, okay? I just got the Nintendo out. I'm having a good time. Can you just let me finish this? Dude, okay? Dude, you're like 35 years old. Dude, I'm reliving the Herculean events of my youth. Do you know how many times I've beaten this game? You're, and you're, I'm going to do it even better now. You're reliving, but you're destroying our podcast right now. Our brain baby. You know what? I don't fucking care about our podcast. What I care about is this controller and this Nintendo Entertainment System right here. Okay? So if you excuse me, I'm going to get back to... Boys, y'all in there? Oh, shit. Good lord. Dude, look, if you would just leave me alone, she wouldn't even be doing this right now. She wouldn't know that we're even in here. Bro, I wouldn't have to leave you alone if you just fucking just really concentrate on this podcast, man. I know not, we're trying to get this thing off the ground, bro. I just am asking for one day of not doing Mom, we'll be there in a minute. One day? You you did it Monday through Friday, bro. Okay, so give me the weekend. Give me the weekend. It's just up this boss is so kicking my here, I'm I'm gonna finish it off real quick, dude. dude Dude, come on, man. Dude, give me that remote, bro. No, no, just let me see. Travis, I, no, I'm give me that. I'm working on this. Give me that remote. Dude, give me the it's no, vintage I'm controller, gonna, I don't dude. Care what it is. <laughs> you know what, man? What? You know what? <laughs> Fuck your Nintendo. No, 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 no. My Nintendo. What's happening? Dude, it looks like we're in some sort of. It looks like shit. It Everything's does. pixelated and. There's a little. You stomped my Nintendo, by the way. Well, I mean, you weren't. You weren't stopping. Well, dude, I think we. 
I think we're in video land, you know? A different dimension. Like, you you watched the cartoon. I did, man. Does this not look familiar? It does, dude. I think we're in video land from... Captain N, the Game Master. Um, we watched Captain N, the Game Master, yep. mm-hmm. so I guess we might as well... We're here in video land. We might as well pot it up with the best of them. Man. I mean, all the equipment came through when you smashed my Nintendo. Well, I smashed it for a reason, Goodwill, I guess. Yeah, we can talk about that later, Travicus. Why are we... Why are we saying that? I don't know. Why are we saying that, Akis? Well, like, well, let's just do the podcast. Okay. We'll worry about that later. Okay. Captain in the Game Master, before I requested you that you watch this, yes. had you seen it before? Never. Okay. I had no idea. And I even forgot what it was called, and I, I had to, I had to start googling things about the cartoon <laughs> to remember because I had my other phone somewhere else, so I couldn't. I, I had to figure it out, man. So no, I I never watched it. And it's I think it's very funny that you I didn't get a single message about that. Like I'm sure you didn't want to admit that, no, did you? Yeah, no, not no, for a no, second. No, no. I didn't want to make that phone <laughs> call to admit you. It. Nope, because oh, you'd have been like, oh, this dude's heart's this not guy's in off it. the podcast. It's not in it. Yeah, it's over. Well, it's funny because talking, I talked to a few friends about this podcast. You don't have any friends. Well, I talked to a few people I hired about this podcast. <laughs> okay. And they, a few forums. Yeah, yeah. Like my buddy Daniel, he was talking about how he had seen it and he would see, just catch it on the way out to going to school in the morning and it would have some video game character that he wanted to see on it, but then he would miss it. Like, but not a lot, aside from that, not a lot of people knew what I was even talking about. Right. And to me, this was not maybe the biggest deal in the world, but it was a, like kind of a big cartoon to me. I guess we should kind of spell out what the deal is about this thing. Okay. Um, I'm gonna talk to you through my mouth. All right, into my ears. At least your ears. It'll connect into something that's working. Whatever's in brain dangling in, in there. Yeah. And <laughs> the little uh, meatball that's on a string in yeah. there. Let's see. This is gonna be Will's paragraph about Captain N. Oh, I love it. The game master. Let me get my popcorn kiss real fast. Captain N. The Game Master was an animated series following the adventures of a teenage video gamer named Kevin Keane, who is summoned by the denizens of Videoland, a patchwork world based... Based on what, dude? Are you going to finish that sentence? You or gotta, what's up, you incomplete sentence master? What are you doing? You got to press A to continue. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Jesus. A patchwork world based on games for the Nintendo Entertainment Center to save them from being conquered by the villainous Mother Brain and her evil henchmen. And I did say villainous as an adjective, not the noun, because I don't <laughs> see a reason to specify gender when I'm talking about a villain. Like, right. I don't like the words heroine or villainous. They seem uh, unnecessary to okay, me. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I, when I was writing this paragraph, you know, which I'm obviously took a long time, uh, it just struck me and out and see how I, I don't know how I didn't really see this before. I could basically just be playing Mad Libs with these things because it's always a young adventurer named Blank yep. is summoned to this land yep. to protect it from this villain and their evil merchant merchants, men, <laughs> minions named Blank. Like you and I should play DPTC Mad Libs sometime. Yeah, I tune, think Tune Libs. Tune Libs. No. So, tune Liberals. Yeah. yeah, that's a different group, I think. That's a different podcast. Yeah, He-Man's talking about, like, reform and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely, dude. Texas. Well, I, I remember watching this cartoon, and 
enjoying it. You I mean, did, you did watch it as a yeah, youth, yeah. I did youth. watch it. I even had a comic, one of the comic books that Valiant Comics put out. That they put out a number of Nintendo-based uh, comic books, and this was one of them. And I remember having a few. I got them at like whatever before Electronics Boutique. There was something else, and it wasn't Babbage's, but there was some video game store that I went to at the mall here in town. <laughs> Electronic Boutique was the name of a place. Yeah, EB. Do you remember EB or EBX or anything like that? No. Before there was GameStop, there were these places, and before that, there were other places like Babbage's and shit like that. I was, but... I was a blockbuster boy. Well, there you go. See, or, this or, is where or, you would buy stuff. Yeah, okay. And you just weren't a buyer, were you? Well, you just wanted to sample. I would, I'd go to the Sam Goody a yeah. little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, nice. name dropping motherfucker yeah. over here. Um, well, he went under. He went under big time, yeah. as did everybody. Mr. Blockbuster did too, I believe. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Buster. Captain N, the Game Master. I, the thing is, like, it's the setup is a pretty cool one. Yeah. I mean, you get who wouldn't want to be sucked into a video game as a teenager? Kevin King kind of seems like he didn't, but we'll get to that in a minute. But it's like, it's almost like they made this without Nintendo's permission. Because when it opens up, that opening right there, there's a map of Video Land, which they call Video Land for some reason. Like this world of video games. That could be anything. It could be your VSR player. You know, like, that's Video <laughs> Land too. Yeah. We just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it says Metroid Land. It says Congo Land. Also, I don't see Hyrule. I don't see Mushroom Kingdom. I immediately say, this is bullshit. Uh. It's just like, it's like, where are the, where's the characters that I care about? Like, they really, and I know what, the, I imagine what the deal is, is that there was a Super Mario Brothers cartoon at the time, and there was a Legend of Zelda cartoon at the time, so I guess they were just too busy in their own cartoons to show up in this one, very often at least. I think they do show up at some point, but it just feels like it's an off-brand, like you would buy it off a kiosk in a like a mall that's going under. Right. Like, you know, that's the version of the cartoon. Like It, it did, man, because I read that it, it this was kind of like one big commercial for Nintendo. Oh, well, yeah, basically. But but yeah, none of the big none of the big hard hitters are in it. No. And uh it's kind of funny, man. It's I don't, weird. I don't quite get it. No, to just watch it just rant like at random, like the average person would not associate it with Nintendo at all not if they all. don't know Nintendo characters from the nineteen late nineteen eighties. This we're at the very end of the eighties right now with this show. This yeah. started in eighty nine, it ran to ninety one, three seasons, thirty four episodes. Uh it was a co production by Saban and Deke, who those names those names show up yeah saban shows up we'll see those two saban i always associate with the x-men 92 series okay and also with power rangers yes yeah that's it and then deke i thought i was wrong with that it's power Rangers. no you're totally right yeah yeah and but they did a number of co-productions but the ones that i found were care bears oh camp candy which is a show where john candy plays a (laughs) It's a cartoon where John Candy, I guess, plays like the leader of a camp. You're like, I, what? The counselor? I vaguely remember this. It's it seems like it was a, a contemporary of Bobby's World. Like that seems about yes, right, you know? Yes. It it was sandwiched in between Bobby's World and, yeah. and something else. Yeah. Eek the Cat or something like that. And then Alf the animated series. Now they I mean that's just wow. Saban and Deke teaming up. I never yeah. caught I never caught Alf. I didn't either. I'm I can't wait till for us to get to that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, I Here's the thing. I have played a lot of video games in my life. Uh, I can tell by the color of your skin. Yes. Now, how about you? You're pale. Sorry. Yo. You're pale. <laughs> let's just let's establish that Will is pale for all the people at home. I probably sound pale, but you know, just in case. Yeah, yeah definitely he, want to make he's, sure. He's like one step away from being boy in the bubble, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's I'm, fine. Dude, pale is beautiful. Yeah, pale is like the new tan. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere it's it like is. That. Yeah. Somewhere on the moon. Um. 
So, but what's your story with video games, Nintendo, all that business? I'd like to talk about that. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take you right away from Nintendo and hop into I was a Sega boy. Oh, okay. Sega okay. all the way, man. Had the Sega system. And, uh, dude, I was, I was very... I was very bad at video games. Mm -hmm. Horrible. I can tell that just looking at you. Thank you. Yeah. What? What does that mean? Now explain, explain, explain why you, I would look like oh, that to you, the viewers. Your hand-eye coordination is just all over the place, dude. Okay. Yeah. I mean, come on. You kidding me? Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I sucked at video games, I, but I liked playing them. Yeah. So what I would do, I was kind of weird, a weirdo. I'd invite people over to my house that was good. At, that were good at video games, so I could watch uh, you them. You told me about this. So I could watch them <laughs> yeah, beat yeah, yeah, to yeah. a level. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, so, you know, it was cool because everyone won. I got to see. Yeah, totally. I got to see the level that I couldn't get to, and the homeboys got to play video games they might not have had because yeah. I, I had the I had the big gun, the big gun for Sega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had all that stuff. I, that's a similar relationship I had to one of my good friends. Like we should have been buddies back then because yeah. that would have worked out perfectly. Because I had a friend that would kind of be my coach on video games that I played in that way too. He just wanted to see what was going on in them. And I would do, I was like the slave. I would do the hard work of the, carrying the weight. But you, you of, liked it, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I loved it. Everyone won. Yeah, every, you're right. Everybody, it was a symbiotic relationship. What's Everybody weird is, came out of it. Is I, on the, on the down low, did this like well into my high school years. You know we're recording a podcast <laughs> that's being released <laughs> at least to a few people. <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah, but honestly, though. But guys, keep it on the DL just yeah, in case. Yeah, on the yeah. DL, dude. I, I would go to my homeboy's house, mm -hmm. and uh, he, he'd, he'd play, like, you know, whatever Resident Evil game was out. Yeah. And uh, and just I'd watch him get into these cool levels, because, you know, around that around that time, 2001, yeah. the, the games were getting pretty cool with They're Xbox and all that. And more you know? They are very watchable, because it's kind of like a movie, right. almost, sometimes. Yeah. So with the Nintendo system, because this this cartoon is in the Nintendo era, like the golden age of Nintendo, when there seems to be like a whole culture around playing Nintendo, the original Nintendo yeah. system. And my story with that is that I went into my parents' uh, like storage room. There was a sewing machine, and we used to have a TV in there. My mom would just kind of... It sounds like a setup for a movie. Continue. Yeah, really interesting, <laughs> exciting action film. <laughs> How I Got an NES by Baby Will Short. <laughs> Is <laughs> the full title. Um, I go in there and it's kind of around Christmas time or my birthday or whatever, but not that close. And I just wander in. And I'm like, hey, mom, I, where's my sandwich or whatever I say to my mom at the time. <laughs> hey, bitch, where's yeah, my sandwich? Exactly. The, t the typical way I address my mother. And I just turn around and there's this, like, the NES came in a big ass box. Like, yeah. And it had the NES on the front. And I just kind of was silent and looked back at her, like, well, I, 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 just like, I know what that is. That's for me, right? She didn't know what to do, because how are you going to keep an eight-year-old or whatever I was at the time, like, under wraps once he knows there's a Nintendo in the house? Like, only, it's it's loose. Only one thing you can do. You have to hit the child. You have to knock yeah, him out at that point. absolutely. Well, thankfully, my parents decided against that, and my mom had to, like, call my dad. She's like, what do we do? Well, okay, I guess we'll just go <laughs> ahead and give it to him. So <laughs> that day, I got to start playing my Mario Brothers slash Duck Hunt, because that's how that came in the original one. And that when games came with your systems. I definitely played the Duck Hunt, too, and all Duck that, Duck Hunt's man. great, man. It's a lot of fun. Those are nostalgic games, man. It's it's yeah. it's fantastic, dude. Well, yeah, and, I mean, some of what happens in the... And we'll get into the cartoon here in a second. But, like, some of the stuff in here does bring me some nostalgia because again there there just was a time when nintendo was the ruling like there was just no competition it seemed like and there was kind of this there weird was, culture there was nothing right there i was, mean i think there was like i mean atari was around did, but did, did atari bring come out with anything that was like not the same just the uh, shit i could be totally did wrong they go color I, they were color all the time man what they were I mean? black and white <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, man. It's a 1920s video game system. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, you ass. <laughs> runs on petrol. <laughs> I think, okay, so uh, you mentioned something to me off mic before. You were talking about how this- Oh, this would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the cartoon. Um, okay. You had mentioned how this was in uh, Nintendo Power magazine. The, the it, it, it was like a small little little comic strip inside the magazine. Mm, that's mm. all. That's all I kind of had. Yeah, I. So I saw just mentioned randomly that like apparently I didn't I missed this like the first ten times I read about the show. Yeah. That they ripped it off basically from that. They didn't pay or even ask the person who created it in the Nintendo Power magazine. Like, if they could do that, really? but I guess they didn't have to. What it was, like, Captain and the Game Master, uh, it was Captain Nintendo, was what it was called, and it was by a Nintendo staffer named Randy Stuttered. Yes. Stuttered. You know that joke had to be made, I'm sorry. But he, like, worked up a full media proposal, including a Saturday morning cartoon, uh, a whole franchise. The original version was a little bit different. Captain Nintendo was an employee of Nintendo, so it's clearly, like, he was, it was, like, a author surrogate situation. And he lived in the real world and would just bring Nintendo games to life in the real world. And he fought Mother Brain in the story, and Mother Brain is the big villain in this, never credited or paid. Nintendo just said, you know what? Good idea, kid. Here's how we're going to change it. Fuck you. Time to oh, make money off man. of this thing. That's back, and yeah. Back when you could do that kind of tomfoolery. He wrote a whole like ten part article online. You can find it on Nintendo Power like uh, archived. I read a little bit of it for for wow. all of you people out there, so you didn't have to. The opening you heard earlier, the opening for it, Captain N, the game master, and then some real rinky dink music. The thing about the opening that's very striking is I'll tell you a couple too. Go oh ahead. please! Well, the thing that stands out is like this seems like we, this was on Dino Riders. We had something kind of like this. Yep. And I bet we're gonna find it again in another in another show we do. Live action. There is a short scene of live action in the opening that's really just taken from the episode itself, where this kid I don't well, know he looks like he's twenty seven. Yeah, he is not a teenager by any stretch of the imagination. Is playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and he gets sucked through the TV, and that's the whole thing. But it's like it's just so clearly not a kid's room. It's like whatever a forty year old man who works for a Nintendo thinks a kid's room looks like, <laughs> just like skateboard on the wall, messy bed. But it's just it just looks so staged, and the kid could not be. Yeah, you're right. He's like in his twenties. You see that map at the beginning no hyrule no mushroom kingdom immediately i call bullshit on the whole thing uh, and like the animation and the audio almost all of it it's not even a theme it's just music with a little bit of talking over it and then it's over so fast like i want openings that have a cool song like i'm maybe we're spoiled by the thundercats opening for instance that's all original a of, animation a lot of show a lot of show a there lot, bro yeah yeah that's fucking awesome this just feels like let's get to the cartoon as fast as we can and I they missed out, man. I, it's a bummer. That music sucks. Uh, yeah. Uh, what did you notice about what it? What I noticed about it was the dog they use was yes. just a Labrador with a painted uh, circle on his eye. Really? Man. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Like it's not even the right kind of dog. Like they did it wrong. Yeah. Like like there's right there's a right way to do it, which I think it was done correctly in Rascals. Yeah. The Little Rascals. Yeah. Yeah. There's a wrong way to do it, which is they have a long haired. <laughs> Labrador, <laughs> and it's almost like it almost looks like it's damn like electrical tape or something. It's yeah, bad. Yeah, it's a bad little oh, circle. That poor dog. The, the dog in the cartoon Duke. Yeah, um, you know he he has a brown spot on his eye. So I sure. guess they try to you know just re- cast a dog that has the fucking spot on its eye. Yeah. I mean they exist. <laughs> it's not that hard to find. I, so I noticed that, and then I also noticed the uh, the green CGI guy. Uh, okay, I'm so the, glad you're mentioning the, that. That goes through the TV. It's like we weren't we weren't better than that at that point. We no, well this is 1989. 
It's very noticeable. Here's the thing. He gets sucked through, so now he looks like a three-dimensional computer graphics being. Like, there's no logic behind that. Why even have... I think they just had a budget for computer graphics, and it was about $5, and they said, we have to spend it. Make a green humanoid, <laughs> semi-humanoid, like, 3D being that gets sucked through the thing. This is sub-Lawnmower Man VR graphics. Yeah. And that reminded me of there was a VR game at the time that you could play. I played it at Dave and Buster's. I don't know if that's Good an international Lord chain. Name drop it yeah, over here. I don't know if that's a national chain. So I'm going to say Dave and Buster's is a place where you and your family can go get drinks and food while your kids run off and either bowl or play a bunch of arcade games. Hey, so uh, side note. Yeah. Uh, I used to go there with my family. And I remember like it was so weird because at a certain point they kick all the kids out. Like you can't you can't be there after, really? after after ten or whatever time, and I always wondered what was going on. I think it was just alcohol because it it stayed as a bar. It was a key party. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, man, what's going on up there? You know, video my, game key party. Yeah, my yeah. kid mind was like, oh my god, what are adults doing? Well, they're drinking alcohol. They're just drinking and alcohol and lives like, and like playing virtual fighter angrily. <laughs> like there's some like bar yeah. brawls that are happening over bowling. Yeah, and yeah shit. at a certain yeah. point, they just I think they wanted all the all the tots out. I out don't blame there. them. I wouldn't want them in there in the first place. But <laughs> I I I love going there and they had a virtual reality game called Dactyl Nightmare, as in Pterodactyl Nightmare. <laughs> Did you play this? No. Okay. I can't wait for I you have, to describe okay. me what it is, though. So you step into this, like, you know, this platform, and you have the like, little, I mean, like, like Dance Dance Revolution, that kind of? Well, kind of, yeah, but like, so it's like a circular platform, you step in, you have the little hand thingies that you have, I'm sure with the current VR, like the ones you can have at home now, it's just like that. The graphics are just like the green guy on this, like they are blocky <laughs> as all get out, yeah. dude, like they're made out of Legos, basically, and you're basically on this platform or series of platforms out in space, there's a pterodactyl, and you're trying to shoot it. And it's just like swooping down and trying to kill you. And <laughs> I wanted to play it so bad every time it, I was it, there. It blew it, your it blew your mind. It right, cost more money child. than anything else. It was like five dollars to play. Oh man! Everyone who played it died within ten seconds. It was impossible. If anyone got further in that game, contact us and let us know. I want to know what happens <laughs> because it doesn't seem like anything could happen except that you miss when you shoot at this fucking pterodactyl. It was terrifying in a world before IMAX, yeah. in a world before like any realistic graphics on a video game system or something like that. It was fucking terrifying. I, like I would want to play it, but it was like watching a horror movie. It's like the whole time I'm just like <laughs> like, like I'm in war, basically. <laughs> oh, man. But this totally brought me back to that time. Just, just up on a platform. <laughs> Form with all these drunk adults yes. watching you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Like, it was such a fucking waste of money, dude. Like, seriously, it was the most expensive thing in that room. And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not built for war with pterodactyls, <laughs> at least. That brings us to the show proper. Um, the mm. show opens up with the villains. I want to talk about the heroes first because the villains are just too precious to waste I, right away. I only um I only knew what, who two of them were. Of the villains? Of, of the uh the heroes. Heroes. Okay. I don't blame you. Um they're kind of digging deep a little bit on Th These these were all characters in actual video games? Yeah. Well, everybody but the princess. Princess Lana is not made from a video up. game. She was made up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other ones are real. She's fictional. <laughs> Quit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> I walked right into that shit. Right. You, you opened the door and said, come on, Travis. Yeah. And I fucking... Yes, uh, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're look we're in Video Land right now. We can see the Palace of Power up there in the sky. For the past seven years, the place has been under siege by the evil forces in Video Land, and we're in the courtroom with Princess Lana, who again is a she's fictional, she's made up. And uh, but asshole. so, which characters did you know? 
I knew Mega Man mm-hmm. and uh, there was another one. Who who else are there? We got Simon Belmont. Nope. Kid Icarus. No. Oh, oh, not not a hero. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. So only Mega Man. Okay, only Mega Man. Well, yeah, Mega Man, I mean, out of those three characters, probably is the best the biggest, known right? one. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because Mega Man and Simon Belmont, Simon Belmont is from Castlevania. Those characters oh, aren't explains even- explains why he's flying out with the, the bats or yeah, whatever. They're not even owned by Nintendo. I believe they're owned by Konami, which is like a third party. You know, They would make games for the Nintendo. But ultimately, like later on in the run, when they didn't want to spend so much money on the show, they wouldn't use those characters anymore. Oh, these characters didn't those exist two, after a while. Later on, they wouldn't get used because they were owned by Konami. So I guess, I don't know, they paid them something for to use them. But so Princess Lana has these video game heroes, which like you would think, if you said Nintendo heroes, you would think- Link, Mario, Luigi, maybe Toadstool, maybe Yoshi, something like that. None of those people are here. You have the B team, hundred percent at best. Like Kid Icarus, <laughs> like that's not a game that was like especially popular. Even yeah. it was a Nintendo original game. Let's take a listen to them real quick before we get too far into describing them. Oh, please do. Yeah. Mm. I'm Princess Lana. Kid Icarus, your loyalty has never diminished. Just doing my duty, your Heineckus. Mega Man, you fought bravely and well. A pleasure to serve you, your worship. Simon, <laughs> you've been Lord, our anchor yeah. in a long and terrible storm. And you must be Captain N. <laughs> Looks like the ultimate war brought us the ultimate whim. You guys aren't real. You're just so many computer bites in my game cartridges. Wow, they're real. That's all the heroes yeah. right there, uh, except for Duke, I guess. Um, I Just gotta, a mis- misfit. It, it really is. Like, when you look at it, it's crew, like, so I have two tiny people. Like, Mega Man and Kid Icarus are, like, not even upwards of two feet tall. Right. And then Simon Belmont is an egomaniac. Uh, I do like their voices, actually. I mean, they're weird. Like, they're not choices I would have ever si- Simon, of. Simon's very Phil Hartman-esque. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I mean, I believe it when he says these things. He's like, I only take... I only take orders from one person. Like you can hear him wearing an ascot, like yeah. when he does says these things. Uh the design on each of these characters. Oh, by the way, like Kevin, I think actually as annoying as he can kind of be, he does sound like a teenager. He does. His voice sounds like a teenager. So good job, guys. I do have a problem with Kevin though. During this cartoon, he changes his face like like a bunch of times. Oh, there's no continuity in, <laughs> in, in the in the artwork on him. And so you take issue with the character. For changing his face too much. Well, no, no, like um, I know. I'm <laughs> don't be don't be like that. You know my brain's very small, yeah. Will. So yeah, man. Like at one point he looks he looks like the normal Kevin teenager, mm-hmm, like in the mm-hmm. first, and then somewhere in the middle, his he he looks like the the female lead off of Point Break. Oh god, or, or like Tank Girl. Yeah, yeah, the girl yeah. from Tank Girl. <laughs> he looks like her in the face. Like like they change it. It's almost like the change artist like halfway or something. It's well, whack. Man, you know that's that is a sign of production issues when <laughs> what well, is like when because you have a character model that you're supposed to be working off of. Right. Like and they sh- that when you see how they're supposed to look from every angle, it's supposed to be relatively uniform across the board like i do think the animation is good on this show it's actually like the motion is good but yeah i I just noticed there's like a couple of clips where i'm like that's not even the same i wonder if they ironed that out over time or if that's just kind of like uh hey he's in like you can just like like, excuse like hey you know what he's in a video game like it could change anything you know like uh, who cares bites change yeah you know i've seen video games like that's (laughs) anything yeah you can just explain it away with anything in a video game the first thing i noticed also it like with this I was going to call it a game with this show 
like right away is that the color scheme is really specific. There's a lot of purples, yeah. a lot of pinks, and a lot of light blues, like washed out blues. And it gives it a very specific look that does not scream video game to me. It's kind of like, like not medieval in actual appearance, but it's very royal, which makes sense because we're in the kingdom, the palace, but right. everything is colored like that. Nothing is, very few things except for maybe Captain N himself who wears a red jacket are like primary colors. And I don't know if that's just a choice that they made for a reason or they had just run out of red and blue and yellow ink that week. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that a little bit too, man. It's just it was an interesting, very interesting look. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's just not, doesn't scream like simple video game stuff to me. Right. The characters that they have here, her warriors, not the warriors that I would choose myself, um, <laughs> but they are definitely not exactly as they were in their video games. These these were especially Mega Man and Simon Belmont are not the same as they were in their games. Right. Um not that games like, you know, conveyed a lot of personality or character development at that time, but even just by appearance. Yeah. Like, I mean, Kid Icarus, who's actually named Pit in the video game, P I T. Icarus is not anything like that name was just made up for this. Well, it cartoon. was the name of the cart. Uh, it was the name of the video game he was in. <laughs> this gets this gets convoluted. I know doesn't it? the video. I can't. I don't even know what video games and shows are anymore. They're all the same. <laughs> uh, he was in a game called Kid Icarus, but his name was Pit. His name was not Kid Icarus. It's kind of funny. Did, uh, did you know any kids growing up that would call a main character in a show by the show's title? Like if they saw Die Hard, they'd be like, "I love the part where Die Hard has the gun strapped to his back." <laughs> like I fucking hated it when kids would do that, but. That's kind of what they've done here. That's a good reference you pulled out it's there. It's true. I like that. It's it's so true. I, I I really bothered me as a kid. You're like you're like you mean you mean John McClane? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like eight, eight year old Will. You yeah, mean John McClane, man. <laughs> um, in the game, Kid Icarus is from Angel Land. But there is a lot of Greek myth reference going on in there. Like Medusa is a villain and everything. And there's, I think, some gods and goddesses. So it, the Greek stuff that he's playing up here makes sense. That's accurate. He didn't say anything in the game. So the fact that he he adds Icus, you know, cuss to the end of everything, that's just them having a little bit of fun on no, the scripting room. No doubt, yeah. dude. And I don't know why he has a little bit of a Bronx accent, too. I just to give him some moxie, you know, just give me a little moxie. Like, I guess, yeah. why not? They don't know, like, what's a Greek accent? I don't know. Well, then do a Bronx, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, Simon Belmont is, in the games, he is the latest in a long line of vampire hunters, but he lived in the 17th century. And here, he looks like like a 1920s adventurer. Yeah, like a pilot from yeah. the 1920s. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And like he's he's like he's gonna go adventure in the Himalayas or something like that. Right. Ascot in tow. Totally. Yeah. If if not, then it's like it's just like in spirit. You know, <laughs> he has a ghost ascot that follows him around at all times. Yeah. Like it's inside of him. <laughs> it's one of his organs. <laughs> And uh, Ascot yeah, organ. Yeah, it's just it's it's the privilege organ is what it is, uh. is what it sounds like. <laughs> um Mega Man is an android that is designed to be a lab assistant to his creator. And then when that scientist's like evil scientist counterpart programs all of his other robots to be violent, Mega Man says, Hey, you can turn me into a defender, like upgrade my systems, and he volunteers, and that's how he becomes Mega Man. Like in this, I don't know why he's so tiny. Except that on the screen in the video game, he does look small, but like everybody does. It's just a scale issue. I don't think he's supposed to be 
like <laughs> a, two feet a toddler. Tall. Yeah, he's basically a toddler. Now it does play into some of the humor in this because like everything he does, he's too strong for his own size and he does things too fast. But he has that voice. Like um, I feel like that same voice was used to sell me cereal at one point. Like that, uh, like this kind of voice. How's you going, Mega High? You know that kind of thing. I swear that's some some cereal. Please tell me what cereal that is. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so they're they're gathered together, and like after seven years of this shit going down in Video Land, Princess Lana seems to have kind of given up. She's really she's at taking odds prescription with... medicine. She thinks <laughs> yes. it's going down. Like, and Princess Lana again is just like I. You could have put any princess here, really. I understand why you would not use princess like Princess Zelda or Princess Peach from the Mushroom Kingdom because they are particularly the royalty of those worlds, but. This character is just kind of bland. She's just a mishmash of any princesses that you've ever met. With, with good voice, though. She's got a good, got good a little bit husky. Voice. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit huskier than you would imagine when you look at this lady. But they're sitting, she's basically thanking them, like, hey, thanks for your service. We're about to lose for some reason. Nothing's happening at the time. <laughs> but uh, that's when the power glove, the Nintendo power glove that's in the room, which has, up to this point hasn't said anything, and they never explain it, they never name it, they never anything about it. It just starts talking in the voice of the narrator of the show. Right. And says, oh, there's a legend of Video Land. The legend of Video Land foretells of a young warrior from another land who shall warp into our world and lead you to victory. He is Captain N, the Game Master. That voice... It's, hey, yeah. can you do me a favor? What's up? Can you drink your coffee instead of spilling it on your body? Like like, like like you're doing like some sort of sexy thing for you where you drip coffee all over your you body? I brought you here for ulterior motives yeah. today. <laughs> no doubt. Just, just, I chose the sexiest of cartoons just, to get just, you in the mood. Yeah, just dumping the hot coffee yeah. on your abs I right now. I didn't ruin my shirt here. Um, that voice that the narrator does, uh, it's almost like borderline... <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Land. Like it's like just this side of like like a, a Simpsons Asian character. Oh like, shit! Like yeah. it's not Asian. It's not an Asian stereotype, but it's just something about it reminds me of that. But this, all of this stuff, like with them talking about warps, which they're going to in a minute, and the fact that there's a power glove, just again reminds me of the Nintendo culture at the time. There were hotlines for you to call to get tips on how to beat Nintendo games. There were little TV shows that were on in Saturday, not even Saturday mornings, like weekday mornings, previewing and reviewing games, which now is kind of, that's old news. Right. We had G4 for a while. Now it's Twitch. Now everyone's Twitch. Well, now it's Twitch. Yeah, exactly. But at the time, it's like, that was just Nintendo. That was just what Nintendo was about. And yeah. it just, and there was the magazine and all that stuff. It just really takes me back to that time when it just seemed like there was this whole, it's kind of like Marvel comics in the 60s. Like it, they made you feel very much a part of something big. Bigger, and I feel like Nintendo managed to do that at this time. They were the pinnacle. Yeah, they were. Well, I mean, really, like that's, I mean, talk about a success story. And at this point, that's when they cut to the live action of Kevin, like in for real, getting sucked through the TV and into the courtroom. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't understand. I know this happens all the time on these shows we watch, but for once, I would really like to have like anything resembling a realistic reaction to something crazy happening. This kid gets sucked at random through his television into another dimension. How is he not freaked out by this? And if he's not going to be freaked out, why is he not excited to be in the world of his video games? He acts like this is a big burden or like he just doesn't even care. He's like, oh, hey, you guys aren't real. He could be scared and or impressed by what he's seeing. And he is neither one. So totally does not give a shit. Uh, 
and he said, "Hey, y'all are enough. all bottom tier video games I've played." <laughs> yeah, like where's Mario? Where's like <laughs> that's why he's not impressed. Yeah, he, he he's looking over their heads trying to find yeah. the real oh, shit. Oh, Luigi, where's Luigi? <laughs> <laughs> Running from room to room. <laughs> yeah. Well, he looks at the princess and he gives her the foot to face panning shot, like. Ooh, hubba hubba. Like, just <laughs> really. Exactly. Yeah, his face turns into a wolf. At that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just very a lovingly rendered uh, princess shot. That it's just so, like, once again, the princess is either the object you save or the object of lust. She doesn't really seem to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're talking about warps, right? Like, they're like how he got sucked through a warp to get warped into the room. Right. Warp and Zone are like the dude and Kawabunga of this show. They say warp or warp zone <laughs> so many fucking times in this show. It is it, it is just overload. Like have, warp have, this, warp that. Do you that. have a collection of those? I don't. Oh, I it, yeah, the one sorry. time you let me down. I'm sorry, buddy. I do have a supercut for you later, but okay. it's not that. No. Okay. Warp God, but like warps are all over this thing. We're going to talk about them more as we go along. Kevin, when they tell him what's going on, that they need help, he just totally refuses it. He says, no, I'm not going to help. I need to go back. I I mean, it's. I, I would think it'd be fun. Why not join in for a minute, at yeah. least? Give it a shot. Like, he, they tell him that he has a power pad, which we'll find, like, it's just the original Nintendo controller. On a belt. Yeah, well, it's not a great look, but we'll find out what it does later. But he has the zapper gun, the light gun, like, for Duck Hunt. <laughs> But he he thinks it's a toy. He shoots it. It actually shoots lasers. So it's like, okay, so I he has some power in this world. It seems like that would jazz him up to go be a part of this thing. No, nope. right. sorry, I got to go home. I got to go back to my world. Well, he tries to go back to his world, and then the portal just shuts. The warp just shuts down totally just like- Bonks his head. Yeah, bonks the- his head, falls over. But it's like, so what I think is happening is like the power glove is like, oh, you're not going to play along? Well, we're just going to trap you here. We're going to force you to be oh, a part of our yeah. war, which yeah. is kind of eerie because the power glove doesn't have a part in the story otherwise. Right. I, but I just imagine, because it's the thing that brought him there with the ultimate warp- Zone. Zone, bro. <laughs> quadrant. <laughs> and <laughs> Kevin stuck- and the princess is all bummed out because it just seems like the hero, this great hero that Kevin is supposed to be, Kevin is the hero of legend, he's not going to do it. I mean, this is like in archetypes, this is the refusal of the call. Every hero does this at some point, says, no, I can't go do that. I'm going to just go back to things as they were. And then eventually they turn around and say, you know what, I am going to save the world. But the princess is bummed out. She runs off and we see that the lights and the palace are kind of going off and on like somebody's running the laundry you know right. like at the same time and that's when we cut over to the villains and we find out that the ultimate warp has sapped the power the palace of power is suddenly vulnerable to the villains because they summoned this hero from another dimension and it sapped a lot of their defensive energy so just plot wise that's yeah. not bad this is where we meet our villains oh let's yes. talk villains I just want to hear him first. Yeah. Let's just hear him. Okay. Uh, we're too strong for him. Yeah! Who's too strong for them, King Hippo? Uh, uh, you! You're too strong for him, Mother Brain! What's so funny, Eggplant Wizard? Uh, who, me? Nothing, Mother Brain. Uh, nothing's funny <laughs> at all. It won't be long before I, beautiful goddess that I am, become queen of any old man. Oh, that laugh is so she that mother brain when mother brain laughs is just like a straight up scream just ah! 
like immediately hits it the hardest and keeps hitting it as hard as possible the whole way through. Dude, just just destroying those microphones in the studio. Just, yeah, just like there's just like just microphones like in piles around the actor. Yeah, just destroy. Engineer just like oh, oh man, shit. damn, bring it back a little bit. So hey, um, I put on my notes yeah, here yeah. that 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 is a voice that I think you could get close to. Mother Brain is a voice that I you, think. I think I played a character on Fairy Tale that's kind of yep. similar. Yeah. yeah, that was that was very like that it for was me. close to it. Well, I really I, I think a lot of people are unhappy. They were unhappy with how they portrayed Mother Brain. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Now, I mean, from a standpoint of like the character in Metroid was this weird, insane artificial intelligence that was an organic supercomputer leading space pirates to conquer space and had and didn't have like mother brain just to let you guys know is a gigantic jar with a brain in it and the brain is connected to circuitry and yeah. then there's just like raw flesh stretched across the front that is disgusting <laughs> like, a wind, like a wind flap yeah exactly it's like a kite yeah. and then it is just like moved around by machines and has eyes and a mouth and it's fucking disgusting it is just like a nightmare with by the way a shit ton of lipstick and eyeshadow and you by the voice you can tell that it's supposed to be female but this character mother brain to me seems like a highly empowered drag queen yes like yes and i'm rooting for her because very, she very flamboyant super flamboyant she's all about like very much about how things look right. like she talks about yeah. how the beautiful goddess that i am and she hangs out with the freaks because we're gonna have to describe her minions like i very much get that from her she's very image focused she seems to equate beauty with power because she wants to be the beautiful goddess that rules over the place but it's also kind of confusing like her gender and sexuality because i don't know like it's not like a transvestite and a <laughs> And, and, We're going down a very and dangerous a road. Yeah, I'm now. not going to go very far because there, there's too much gender <laughs> politics that I don't understand to yeah. describe. All I know is that looks and sounds and acts like at least what a TV version of a drag queen might be because it is a lot of like fronting, a lot of character that's right. put out front. Like, and so I just, but it's really cool. Like, I kind of want her to be the ruler because it seems like she would throw a pretty cool party. I just, I like, I like her. I'm supporting her. She's <laughs> hey. the, she's the protagonist of this yeah. for me. Yeah, bra brain lives matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the other characters that she talks to are Eggplant Wizard. <laughs> Once again, these are all these are all these are actual from... characters. Yes. Wow. And King Hippo, Eggplant Wizard is insane. Uh, Eggplant Wizard is an eggplant man who has a has a red cape and a staff, <laughs> one eyeball, gigantic lips. Um, he sounds like Droopy. Yeah, and then when he when he gets hurt or scared, he like excretes a whole Thanksgiving cornucopia of vegetables from his body, like an octopus that's shooting ink. Like if he falls over, just like a gourd falls, just like a bunch of tomatoes and cauliflower and shit just appear and fall out of his body. I don't. This is insane. Like he was from Kid Icarus. He's a, from a salad mix. Just yeah, falls from just, him. He just shits out a salad mix when he's scared, yeah. basically. He's from Kid Icarus's video game, and all he did in that is he would turn. And there were multiple ones. There wasn't just like one guy. He was like a Goomba in Mario, like multiple a, eggplant wizards. A Goomba. Hey, yo, it's like a Goomba over here. Good lord! Like he would turn Pit into an eggplant in the game. You know, I can see why they chose him. If they already chose Kid Icarus already, then you might as well choose him. But you had to be a super, like a Nintendo super fan to know who that was. No I feel doubt, like, dude. Um, a fanboy to the max. Big time. Now, with King Hippo, he comes from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. 
I kind of remember him from the games, but like, what is he? But those dark aqua nips. Oh though. my god! Because in the game, he he is colored like a person. In the in the show, he is inexplicably blue green, and he has these gross. Travis is talking about his nips are on display. Dude, they're overpowering. It's they're, too much to watch. They're like little blueberry. Hershey's Kisses, just like dangling there at all times, very fat and semi-erect and just like way at- borderline homoerotic nipples <laughs> should never be in a kid's show. It does not matter if it's sexual or not. If someone just takes their shirt off, he man doesn't have nipples yeah. and he's showing a lot of bare chest. I don't want to see nipples, guys. No nipples in a kid's show. It is disturbing. <laughs> and that's where these guys come from. Boxing world, Kid Icarus world, and then Mother Brain is from Metroid, which was a great game, but they're not at all like act like personality wise. They weren't represented this way. They're just supposed to be funny and evil. All, all from the uh, the five dollar discount bin. Yeah, these are the <laughs> ugliest fucking characters in the world. And again, like the the color scheme we were talking about before, yeah. purple character, like blue green, light blue green character, uh, lots of eyeshadow and lipstick on the pink mother brain over here. Just really <laughs> weird colors. It's very ugly, but it is like it all stands together. Yeah, I would say there's a very icky like. I want to please mommy vibe in this scene where like, you know, eggplant wizards like, I wish you would have seen me. I wish you should have seen me instead of. And then it's like, they're infatuated with her, but she's also their mom. It's gross, man. I love it though. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. All right. So they break into the palace of power because the defenses are down and they see that, Simon Belmont is going to talk to the princess to try and cheer her up. So they just sneak up on him and throw him into a warp that's luckily just sitting there. Warps are... Dude, bro. Dude, bro. Warp, (laughs) zone, quadrant, faction. Let's get warped. Dude, I'm warping over here. (laughs) Warps are completely inconsistent on this show. They are are like deus ex machinas to... (laughs) They're just like... The writer just saying, I don't fucking know, throw a warp into it. Like, that's every time. They sometimes appear randomly, like naturally occurring things. They sometimes are called upon. They sometimes are just already there, like this one was. Sometimes they look like swirling vortexes, just like a portal. Sometimes they're just like a a hole, like a Looney Tunes hole that you would climb through, like into another world. And sometimes they look like quivering sphincters. Uh, they sneak up on the princess in her room and they overtake her. Now, Kevin is going to see her because he just wants to go home. Like, he is not interested in the plight of this world in the least. And he comes to her room. He comes in. He sees that Eggplant Wizard and King Hippo have captured her and they're trying to get away with her. So he's going to fight him. This is where he discovers the use of the power pad that's on his belt. Pretty cool thing to have. I mean, he just like... Eggplant Wizard throws a tomato at him, mm-hmm. and he so, just so eggplant. Of yeah, him. which is something he could have probably just dodged normally, but <laughs> he presses the little side button, you know, the to the left, and yeah. then he shoots over to the left. Right. So super speed, I guess. Pretty cool. So he gets into a shootout with the Eggplant Wizard, like like you know old western style, and so he pulls the zap gun, and Eggplant Wizard pulls a banana, and turn well it doesn't turn him into a banana, but traps. Kevin and a giant banana. That's his magic power. It's kind of cool, though. It is. Well, like, that's a pretty powerful thing. Like, but I thought he was a vegetable guy is my issue. Like, I want some consistency. You know how I am. That's, I don't know about that banana. He's he's a veggie slash fruit salad. Well, I guess if he is throwing tomatoes, then he is throwing fruit as well. Correct. That's, yeah. There you go. All right. 
still on the up and up we're on this good. one. We're yeah. good to go. All right. Well, so, so he Kevin gets trapped in a banana, and when he finally makes his way out, he finds that the princess has disappeared. He's gone. Azar, King Hippo, mm-hmm. and the Eggplant Wizard, this is a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And we will leave you on a cliffhanger as to what happens next during these messages. But we're coming back. Okay. Yeah, we will come back. <laughs> I didn't know though. we were leaving. I'm grabbing my, my I book mean, here, my book. If you binder. leave, I will continue without you. But right. yeah, we'll be right back. All right. Nature of the beast. beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets, secrets. of true crime. The paranormal. The occult. Join your guides for weekly episodes and face the true nature of the beast. Hey listeners, my name is Krista and I host a narrative true crime podcast called The Dark Divide. I've always been interested in the circumstances and events which shape a seemingly ordinary life into something made out of our worst nightmares. And now I get to take you all along through the depths of obsessive research and my need to explore the unknown. So I invite you to come stare into the abyss with me. Right now we're available on iTunes and Podbean. See you there. Hey guys, Days Past Tooncast, we're back. What's up, We are talking about Captain N, the Game Master. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we are still stuck in video land. Help me, I'm, I can't get out. I mean, it's not so bad. We're, we're doing our podcast from here. We'll oh, figure oh, out oh, a way. Our, our two favorite chairs are still here. And last we were talking about the show. We were telling you this. We were telling you that Princess Lana had disappeared with the villains. villains. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jazz hands. And so uh, Kevin was left to, I don't know, what's he going to do? Well, he's going to go find his buddies, his new buddies, or buddies to be, uh, Kid Icarus and Mega Man and ultimately Simon Belmont to let him know, hey guys, Princess is missing. I don't know what the fuck to do. He's motivated at this point just because he's trying to get home. Like right. that's why he wants to find the princess. He has he has some dishes. He just has to clean. He's just fiending for it. He's a very selfish character, Kevin Keen. I mean, he is a teenager, but this is a beyond the pale in my my <laughs> humble opinion. Um, I love the detail here. This is a very specific thing. But when he finds Kid Icarus and Mega Man, they're barricading the front door of the palace, like with furniture. And I don't know. That's just a, a very adorable to me that these two little guys are moving furniture. They're like, I don't know what to do. Like just like this will keep them out, right? They're- How old? are they dude take your pick <laughs> I, mean, I mean one's they, a robot are they a million years old or are they are they really nine years one, of age? one's a robot neither one is human right one's a robot and one is like a cherub yeah so i don't know i don't know <laughs> i mean you can, like one sounds very young and the other one just sounds like that's um so i don't know dude pick your pick your age <laughs> like the robot's not very old i imagine he's a few years old but he's a robot so right so whatever. He, he was already made at 32 years of age yeah or whatever. Per, a perfect 32 years two feet tall you know typical <laughs> the normal your average 30s things. yeah just yeah. like you and me simon belmont comes in through a warp that again just appears out of nowhere and and you know like very graciously sets him in front of the other heroes like I, who's in charge of the warps right <laughs> 
<laughs> the writers clearly, you know, some or God, video game God. Oh, VGG, VGG, yeah, VGG, yeah. VG squared. Ooh, baby, <laughs> he comes in. So we've got everybody gathered, and like immediately, all these video game characters are at each other's throats, arguing. Like, I guess the princess, she was like the mom or the distraction or both, probably. Like, if she's around, they can get along. But with her gone, it's just like, well, you did this. Well, you're in now. You're an asshole. Like, just immediately falls apart. Kevin presses pause on his little controller and causes them to just stand still in place. Kevin, I mean, talk about VGG. Yeah. Kevin, aside from he can't open warps, but he's sitting there just like pausing people's lives. And he's like eerily comfortable with having that much control over other people. He maybe he's so he's played so many video games that he's just he's attached. Warped, yeah. yeah, he's just attached from like life, the the value of life. So he's, he's like, I don't care. He's it. one step away from shooting up yeah. <laughs> a mall. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not funny, but you know what I'm saying though. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kevin manages to get them all on the same page as far as like, hey, stop fighting. We need to go save the princess. Right. And so they agree about that and Belmont pulls out this map of Videolam, the same one that you see at the beginning of the show, and they start talking about, you guessed it, warp zones and how to get to Metroid Land, which is where Mother Brain is, which is where the princess is. And the show, like at this point, is super selling the idea that your knowledge of video games could possibly someday, if you get sucked into video land like we did, right. could be helpful. It's not worthless trivia because Kevin's like, no, warp zone, blah, 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 leads to this place. That's how we need to go. And Belmont's arguing with them. But like Kevin seems like the cool one because he has Nintendo knowledge and plays video games. Yeah. Like they're trying to make <laughs> you feel better about. I think they're just trying to make it like if you play Nintendo games and you know where the Master Sword is in Zelda, you're like a like a sage and a hero. <laughs> and that's I mean, so it's like, oh, just total wish fulfillment here. Yeah. Um, Simon says we do what one way. Kevin says we do it another way. They don't agree. Simon says we'll just flip a coin, pulls out a coin, flips it. Well, he wins. It's heads. Leaves the coin behind as they go off to warp somewhere. And Kevin picks up the coin and sees that it's heads on both sides. So it was a cheat, right? Yep. Why would Kevin not just point this out to everybody and hold it up? And be like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's two heads to this. You fucking cheated. We're doing it my way. He probably is just tired of talking to Simon Belmont. That's what I make up is like, he's like, fuck it, dude. You know what? Let him have it. Yeah. But they're literally five paces in front of him. He could just hold it up and be like, what? What is this? <laughs> Yeah, just lets it go. Do it. It's whack. The warp, as Kevin tried to warm them, doesn't take them to Metroid Land, uh, where they were wanting to go. It takes them to, well, they're surrounded by water. There's some jungle trees behind them. They're in Konga Land, the home of Donkey Kong, the original Nintendo character, the big ape. Yep. He is not King Kong sized in the video games, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's like big. He's just a big ape. In this, he is as big as Godzilla. And yeah, they took some liberties with they a took lot of things. Big liberty here. Because <laughs> Donkey Kong, like the thing, he's just out in the jungle in a giant bathtub. Yeah. The, and they land right in front of his Kong Dong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right right in front on a bar of soap. On a bar of soap. He is like offended that they're there at all, just starts attacking them immediately. He has like a shower cap and a monogrammed towel that says DK on it. Like all of this is <laughs> so- shower cap, What yeah. the fuck? None of this looks anything like his actual game that was called Donkey Kong. And why is he wearing a shower cap? He's he's covered in hair. He's Don't just put, 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 on a ha put on a hazmat suit yeah. if you're going that route. DK, you weirdo. Well, he chases them 
because he's just mad. I feel like he's the lady in the cartoons when like you get ejected from something and you land in her cleavage and she goes, I never like, you know, that lady that would beat you up afterwards. <laughs> How dare you? That lady. Well, yeah. like that's kind of his reaction in my mind. It's like, I can't believe you just saw Makong along. Kong along a ding Kong, dong. Kong. <laughs> Yeah, I did it. <laughs> nice. I, I, I you finished. It. No, you you perfected what I was shooting for. <laughs> he goes after them for that, and uh, Kid Icarus gets caught by Donkey Kong. Everybody's he gets, he, getting waved. He gets caught a kiss. He gets caught a kiss. Okay. I now realize why we called each other Willikus yes, and Chavikus, yes. because that's what happens to idiots, apparently, uh-huh. when they're in video land. Yeah. <sighs> let's, let's listen to this supercut, because what made me put this together, I knew he does this. Like, I knew this already, but I heard him call out Helpicus. When he's in mortal danger of being killed by a gigantic gorilla, mm-hmm. he still said it. So, I collected it. Let's do it. Favorite part of the show. Poor princess. She's very much Upsedicus. Don't worry, it's Maximus. She's safe with Simon. There's no time to Usicus. My arrows will stop that, Apicus Maximus. Helpicus! Hey, thanks, Cavinicus. Cavinicus. I trust you, Cavinicus. That was a real cool move, Cavinicus. Speaking of her hide the gus, 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 Agree. <laughs> <laughs> My man agrees. That's good. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was going to warn you before I played it. I was like, I didn't do anything to it. I just collected them. I totally forgot what I had done with that clip. Oh man, yeah. He. I agree. His his. When he says, and his accent is really inconsistent. Like he almost sounds British sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes he's Bronx, and sometimes it's just nothing. That's what cherubs do, bro. I guess, man. I don't know why they wanted to give him those accents, but his voice cracking and everything. I mean, I'll, I'll say that like they gave uh, him a lot to do, tick wise. Like that, yeah. he made a lot of choices, and he stuck with them. And uh, Helpicus is one of them. Um, well, Kevin does help a kiss. He, or I'm sorry, Kevinicus does help a kiss because he jump a kisses up the tree a kiss using his depaticus by pressing up super jump a kiss up the tree a kiss. saves a kiss save a kiss for me yeah and uh, gets him out of there. They try to escape to a warp. I guess the warp that they came in through when they go to it. One of the flower monsters that yeah. comes that's from Super Mario Brothers like jumps out and they say, oh, no, the warp is closed. The first time that's ever happened in this show, like <laughs> that a warp won't let you through. Yeah. And it's such a fucking tease because here is a Mario character making it like they use effects, sound effects from the Mario series. No, no Mario in sight, not an Italian plumber in the joint. It's it's such a tease. It pisses me off, man. They, they got a deal on the uh, on the flower. I yeah, they're like we'll give you anything but <laughs> Mario. Like he he wouldn't sign up for it. I guess the writer they couldn't meet what he had on his writer. Yeah, they're like he's like just throw me Cooper. Yeah, K- King Koopa. Cooper. Cooper. King, King Cooper. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what, Travis, I've been listening to this show a lot recently when I put these things together, and you're just so polite. You are so quick to apologize for things. Yeah. And they're always your fault. Yeah. You really do always. I deserve an apology every time you give me one. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) King Cooper. King Cooper. You know, I'm sure everybody, every kid I know called him that at some point. So. King Koopa. They can't use the warp. So, Kevin, they just start running away from Donkey Kong towards a volcano. And when they get up there, they're like, what are we supposed to do? We're stuck between a, a rock and a hard place, almost literally. And Kevin has an idea, and it's a pretty good idea. What it is is that this volcano keeps shooting like boulders out of it every time it erupts. So the next time it does that, 
Kevin presses pause on his D-pad. The rocks are just in the air waiting for them, and they each get on top, and he presses pause again. They fly away, well away from Donkey Kong. So that's pretty smart, yeah. I guess. I wouldn't have thought of that. We cut over to Metroid Land, where Mother Brain now has Princess Lana in her clutches, her evil clutches, and Ooh. she gets put up in the tower of this, whatever the hell they are, Metro, you know, like uh, Mother Brain's castle or whatever it is. I had to take a screenshot. <laughs> the false imprisonment tower. Yeah, exactly. Okay, she gets put up in that tower with, I don't know what the hell this thing is supposed to be. It looks like it's supposed to be from a video game, but right. not a video game I've played. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a three-year-old who dressed himself, but the three-year-old is an orange lizard man with a spear, and he's very happy to be there. I'm going to post this image on the Twitter and on the Facebook it's worth looking at. Uh, it's so fucking <laughs> stupid looking. Like yeah. he, oh man, not threatening in the least. I don't know what this guy's supposed to be. Please tell us if he's supposed to be a real character. I want to know. Princess is up in the tower. She looks out of the tower. And what does she see on the horizon, Travis? Well, it's very simple. <laughs> it's very funny you put it like that. <laughs> it's very simple. It's very. I, why do I feel like like I'm cross examining you and you're avoiding? Like I have you and I'm, I'm investigating and I'm got you under one light and you're like, well, it's very simple. You see, like you're doing everything you can not to answer me. It's very simple. I don't know what she sees. What does she see? She sees the boulders from the volcano flying through the sky towards the castle, and on them are her heroes, our heroes, Captain N and the other fellas. Yes. Uh, Kevin has. Mega, or here's what happens. They land. We got to save the princess. Simon Belmont is like, well, I'm not going to be a team player still. He jumps into a warp, another one that's just laying around and disappears. W warps are just a dime a dozen in this they bad don't, boy. Dude, they're just all, it's like the place you would think with this many holes in reality, like Video Land is just falling apart. <laughs> I think we're going to get out of Video Land pretty easily when we're done with this podcast. Like we're just going to find a warp and probably just waltz out of here yeah right uh kevin gets thrown into the tower like way from down below by mega man and he lands on that dumb orange guard <laughs> and like jump kills him like yeah. mario would yep. like he jumps on him bounces off of him there's a mario sound and then he just like blinks out of existence that's pretty cool because it really looks video gamey yeah and tastes kind of video gamey too Ooh. if you don't cook it enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> He saves the princess, and everyone gets up into the tower like seconds later anyway, or at least Mega Man and Kid Icarus do. Mother Brain appears to them as like a digital, like a hologram or whatever, and drops them, Captain N, Kevin, and the princess and Duke, of course, into the corridors, the whatever, of Metroid. And what ensues is like a two-minute video game basically they're just running around jumping on platforms that move up and down yes, and yes, shooting yes. at enemies yeah, and being that. chased by enemies uh kevin apologizes to lana by the way like he says to the princess like i'm sorry i didn't take things seriously before now i do like he's seen the light but we'll find out like he doesn't seem to take their battle very seriously at the end of the cartoon because he tries to leave again right so he's like hey i'm sorry i didn't you know what this is a really serious deal still not going to help you i still just want to leave uh, but that's the only reason i'm helping you right now but he doesn't admit to that because he's a coward <laughs> just saying yeah <laughs> Once again, they're trying to say, like, gaming pays off. Look at how adventurous and athletic Captain N is. He's jumping over all the shit, like, because apparently hand-eye coordination translates to athletic ability. Like, yeah, if you're good at video games, you can do anything physically that you do in a video game. You're going to get a hot girlfriend if you game this Dude, much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You kidding me? <laughs> they're pulling, I'm going to use, I'm going to use some slang. 
they're pulling all sorts of tail. Oh, I was gonna, yeah. I thought you were going to say strange. Mm, could said that too. <laughs> that would have worked as well. I'll accept either one. For some reason, tail's a little more, uh, a little more. <laughs> it's dirtier and classier <laughs> yeah, right. somehow. They manage to get out of Metroid land, the corridors of that. They shoot their way out, or so they think. Like, Kevin aims his zapper gun at this door, shoots his way through. Well, it just leads to Mother Brain's main room, where all the villains are. Her, King Hippo, Eggplant Wizard, all your buddies. Yeah. All the villains are there. They're faced with all the villains. And Kevin's just like, okay, fine. I'm just going to shoot you with my gun, which is great, because that's absolutely, that's the simple solution, right? Except, all of a sudden, his gun is out of juice. Yeah. I'd like to make I'd like to make a plea. Um, I might I might ask for some serious music, like PSA music behind this. Okay. Okay. Please. Please, writers of the world, set up that Kevin's gun can run out of energy ahead of time. Just let us know early on that we're dealing with that. It's really easy to do. It doesn't take up much time to just mention when he shoots it accidentally. Just come on. Just say it once before then. This has been a PSA from Days Past Tooncast. <laughs> it just, uh, so stupid. All of a sudden, the gun runs out of energy, you know. But of course it does. And I think Kevin should really, if he didn't freak out before, he really should freak out now because he's in front of, not only are these like, he's already seen King Hippo and Eggplant Wizard, those two freaks, but... Mother brain, we've already described her. She's a gigantic cybernetic brain with like a, a raw meat face and makeup. Right. This thing is fucking terrifying. If you saw it in person, you would lose your shit. You would. Well, he, I mean, Kevin's unflappable, it seems. <laughs> Cannot be flapped. And <laughs> like, good Lord. This is when Simon, again, like warps into the room at random, just like, I'm here now. And then Mega Man and Kid Icarus come in. So everybody's gathered. Because we all know that you have to have your friends to win. I, I don't know how many times we can say this on DPTC, but... Yeah. <laughs> I know this. Travis yeah, knows yeah, this. Know We're this. just trying to let you guys know. It's friendship. Yeah. That's why Travis and I win every time. Mm-hmm. That's the key to everything. Rack up another one for the DPTC team. <laughs> <laughs> like we made it. Like we just sold another house. <laughs> <laughs> or another drink at TGIF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. TGI Fridays, rather. Our heroes are now all gathered, and they're going to win. I'm just going to spoil it for you guys. They win. Uh, Simon's- I was scared. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it. I'm sweating. I know. I could tell. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you I'm glad you came clean on this. Uh, I didn't either. I'm just making it up. So. Yeah, this whole time, this yeah, is not this even is a show, guys. This is all me just bullshit, and that's why I'm so rambling when I talk about it. <laughs> Simon the has a whip in the game Castlevania. Like That's his main weapon. He just comes equipped with it. and Equipped with a whip? Equipped with the whip. I didn't have anything to add. I just wanted to say it again. His whip in this, he's used it already in the show. Like he throws, basically like whips the enemies and they pull it away from him. Like, what are you going to do now? And the whip is alive. Apparently it's just like a snake that encircles them. There's no rules, man. No, just every, whatever you need at that moment happens. Like I, again, it's like it made more sense until the end. And then all of a sudden I think they just had to rush to finish the script probably, but it would have been cool to see that before, not even for continuity, but like that's a, a useful thing. Your whip being alive. That's true. And then Kid Icarus shoots an arrow at this lever that causes Mother Brain to just spin insanely fast. They escape while she's doing that. I guess that means that she's just going to continue spinning until the bad guys can get out of the whip, which is like going to really suck for her. But that also means that Simon leaves his whip behind. 
Because they leave those guys tied up and then they leave. Well, if the whip's alive, the whip can hop into a warp. I accept this. And warp right into his hands because there's no rules. I accept this uh, fully. I'm fine with it. I don't give a shit. (laughs) You know, in Marvel, like at Marvel Comics back in the day, they still do this some, but like they would have the no prize, which is where someone would write in like asking, why did this like tiny continuity glitch happen? Why did it was red one week and then it was blue the next week. And then so if somebody can't wrote in with like an explanation for it, then Stan Lee would award them a no prize, meaning you don't get a prize except for the letter that says no prize for, for explaining something. So you've got like a ton of no prizes for all the times that I try to poke holes in these things. Wow, <laughs> yeah. All right. So no prize for you. That'd still be cool if you got you got a little letter. Yeah, from Stan Lee. Yeah. I mean, dude. I'm sure it's a form letter, but still yeah, be cool. It's still pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Since we're sending Mother Brain out. Uh, you know, this is her last little bit on the show. I mean, she's going to be back. She's the main villain. She's the Mumra, if you will, of the right. show. I would love to hear a supercut of just all her greatness, Please. all of her raspy greatness. Uh. <laughs> 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 Isn't that too bad? To strike a fatal blow at the heart of Video Land. <laughs> because you busted up the last time you encountered the Kidnap the princess and bring her to me. <laughs> it won't be long before all of those video worlds fall under my control. Then I'll be the beautiful queen of Video Land. <laughs> That's a long laugh. Lots of laughing. lunatic. Yeah. What a lunatic this you know person is. She loves life, man. She just loves. She's just living life to the fullest, as much as a, a brain in a jar can. A giant vat, man. I just. I gotta say, I really think it's a very dynamic voice performance. Yeah, uh, it's not even straight up female. Like it's, I, I could buy either way, and the like the little cracks in the voice and everything like that, and just. The laughter is so good. It's not even the same every single time. It's like there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of depth to the character that they could have plumbed if they would have wanted to. I'm sure they won't. I'm sure yeah. they won't. I mean, it's a cartoon, for God's sake. Travis, we're talking tunes here. Yeah, you're Every right, day dude. we're talking yeah, tunes. Yeah, just days past Tooncast, man. Yeah. Bye-bye, Mother Brain. But we'll see you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the end of the involvement of the villains. There's just one last little scene back at the palace where, you know, our heroes have escaped. They're back in the courtroom. And the princess asks Kevin, you know, thanks him for his service, basically, and asks him if he'll stay. Remember, Kevin earlier said, like, I see how serious this is now. And he says, no, I need to go back to my world. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, at this point, let him make the decision out of heroism, if anything. He doesn't do his that. His need for heroin. Let, let, let him let chase thir- that dragon yeah. in video land. Yeah, let his thirst for heroin dictate wh- whether he's going to stay Absolutely. or not. Absolutely. It's not that, though. He is about to go home again. Like, the portal is magically opened up again. And he hears his mom on the other side of the warp. Let's hear this little, <laughs> let's hear this little exchange. You will stay and help defend Videoland, won't you? Sorry, your highness, but I've got to get back to my world. Kevin, you better not be playing that foolish game. You have homework to do. And don't forget to take out the trash. On second thought, I guess I could stay just a little while longer. Mm. <laughs> let's face it, I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's face it, I'm, I'm addicted. Well, yeah, totally. Like he basically, it seems like this is like video game addiction. Like yes. he's just like, you know what? I'm trapped in a virtual world of my own making, One and like we're in right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna avoid all responsibility forever. I don't have to deal with reality at all. And like <laughs> the face that he makes when he hears his mom is very serious and sad. It makes it look like he's about to go back into a very abusive household. Right. Like a very serious situation when mom's just like, make sure you clean your room. And he's just like, oh God, I can't go back there. Like, <laughs> like that's the only thing that keeps him from going back. Of course it is. Homework, down with homework. Uh -huh. Down with cleaning up, rooms. Up with? Up with? Fun. Fun v games. Fun v games. Fun v games. <laughs> fun v games. Fun v games. I'm hooked. Travis, I I will say I am a little bit hooked on this. Yeah. As much fun as I can poke at it and as much as I wish there were some like genuine Nintendo stars in it, uh, I did enjoy it. I thought the animation was good. I thought there were some actual funny parts in it, not just Mother Brain, but King Hippo and Eggplant Wizard made me laugh. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, I would like to come back and watch this again sometime. I second that notion. All right, we're it was hooked. fun, yeah. Excellent. I enjoyed the characters in this show so much. Yes. How much do you enjoy them? Uh, well, I, we're about to find out how much <laughs> each of us enjoyed them because uh, <laughs> Travis made a, a wonderful suggestion earlier that we should play a certain game on yes. air uh -huh. while we're in video land. Why not? Let's do it. What is the name of this game? F. Mary Kill. <laughs> or, 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 or B. Mary Kill. What? Bang. We, 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 uh, we, okay. we can do bang so we don't have to say the F word as much. Or, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, if it comes out, it comes out. <laughs> I can't believe you're even considering not saying it. So, okay. Yeah. So F that. F yeah. Mary Kill. F first. all of you. Yes. Yeah. F it. Okay. Well, uh, so we're going to do FMK for our video game heroes, the three video game heroes. Not Kevin Keane. He would win pretty easily. A lot of stuff. Do we each want to give our F, our M, and our K? Like, I'll give an F, you give an F? Yeah. Let's okay. do that. That keeps okay. more interactive. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Let's do the heroes. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. All right, so we'll go F first, right, with the heroes? Yeah, who are you going to F, you B? Oh, man, off top, dude. I'm effing Simon. He looks like he's well-groomed. He is, yeah. He's got a good tan. Um, he looks like he's going to be able to, a passionate lover, mm -hmm. yet mm -hmm. refined, gentleman, a little selfish. But, I, but exactly man, what I was going to say. But that's selfish, you know, you might, might, you might want that. Sometimes there's <laughs> that, like, I'm going to tame, I'm going to punish the selfish person. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're only going to want him in the bedroom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're, at you're, work, you'd be like, what a fucking asshole. You're not going to want to work with this guy or anything, but he could be fun in the bedroom. Yeah. I can see that. Yes. He's probably athletic, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can tell he's He's, he's a big he's guy. Trying. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Um, I I take it a little bit different. Okay. I would f Mega Man because if you notice in the show, like when he shines the boots, he does it really fast, and when he he has enough strength to throw Kevin up into the tower, yeah, like everything. And when he shakes his hand, it's just like wah, 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 like he throws them all Don't over the place. Shake your hand like that again. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and so, like, I tend to think that. I'd, I'd be a little afraid of what could happen because he doesn't seem to have a lot of control of his he's body. Gonna, he's going to rip your dong off. I know, or something. But <laughs> I, I kind of like the danger. And I feel like, I mean, you've heard the song Love Machine. Yeah. Well, he won't work for nobody but me, Mega Man. <laughs> so I'm, I'm effing Mega Man. So that brings us to the M, which stands for marriage. Yeah. Who would you marriage? All right, man. So I'm definitely... No, no questions asked. No questions asked. Don't ask them. There shouldn't be. It's marriage. You need to commit. Don't ask them. I'm definitely, definitely marrying Mega Man. Nice. Yes. 
Um, Good well, for him because he is a machine. He's he's going to be programmable. <laughs> they're they're for, they're for making your life very happy and doing everything for you. I mean, you want to lift anything up at all? The ever. Shiner shoes all to hell, man. Yeah, like, for sure, big dude. time. Yeah, um, he's going to be able to hey get in the kitchen and make me food. He's going to do it real fast and then still be able to hang out with you. That's pretty good, dude. Yeah. That's that's I'm, excellent. I'm Mega Man in all yeah. the way, bro. That's good thinking. Me- Megan, Mega Man Trinomony. Mega Man Trimony. <laughs> I didn't I I stopped listening to what you were saying because I thought you just ran out of like words and you were just piecing together random syllables. Me- Mega Matrimony. Mega Man from time to time. Well, um I am I would like to M I'm gonna M the shit out of this person. Okay. Okay. Uh I'm gonna M Simon Belmont because I think that even though I would not get along with them, I do think that it would always be fun or funny around to the house. To fight with him? To fight with him, yeah. Because, I mean, he's not, his ego is so unassailable that I could insult him all day long and he would never, like, break under the pressure. So it's like, if I'm just like, dude, I'm tired of your fucking shit, get out of the house. He's like, oh, I'll be back later, you'll want me. Like, he'll never leave. And I'm I'm so worried about being abandoned. You know, I don't think he would actually leave me because he I could just never offend him so bad. And I think it would just he's just funny to me. Like yeah. I could hear him talk. That's also part of the issue. Out of those three characters, I would have to hear this character talk the most. I would rather hear Simon Belmont talk than Mega Man or Kid Icarus oh, all day. Good, dude. Yeah. I didn't even put that factor in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're gonna be dealing with this all day. Hi, honey, I'm home early. <laughs> That's true. I love you. Come to bed, honey. <laughs> he gets in the bed and just weighs the whole bottom, the whole other half down. Honey, I'm so mega horny right now. <laughs> well, you've already committed, so yeah. I still think it's a good choice. So through elimination, sounds like we're in agreement on our K. Dude, I can't do the Icarus, bro. I can't look. I can't, I, I, I can't in good I, conscience. I can't give him I can't give him the Dicarus. No. <laughs> and I can't give him the marriage kiss. The, the ringerist. <laughs> the mar- ringerist. The <laughs> I can't do it. The, he's played by an 11-year-old, and he's a baby angel. Yeah. None of this is acceptable, so I would much rather kill him than be forced to commit crimes with him. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we both we both reached this agreement. <laughs> yeah, that, that could have really gone the wrong way. <laughs> That's what I was going to say earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Play, playfully uh, crazy. It could have got really yeah. bad here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's been this week's edition of DPTCFMK. Yes. Well, I have a tiny bit of trivia. I've got some cast stuff. This is the one piece of trivia that I found. Now, I only found it on IMDb, and I didn't see it anywhere else, so I don't know how accurate it is, but it is kind of funny to me. The title for the show originally was Captain Nintendo, and Video Land was called Nintendo Land. That would make a hell of a lot more sense, wouldn't True. it? Because Video yeah. Land's like every, like Sega Land and Nintendo Land and Sony PlayStation Land all are in Video Land in my mind. That's how it should be. The network changed those details because yeah. they thought the name Nintendo being there like that was too blatant advertising to kids. The show is just about video game characters uh. all the time. <laughs> That's all it is. Like, just it is a commercial already. Like, why even give a shit all of a sudden? I think that was just splitting hairs. I think so too. Okay. A few interesting details on the cast Captain N, the cartoon, was portrayed by the actor Matt Hill. 
He has roles in later iterations of other shows that we've covered. He was on G.I. Joe Extreme, and he was on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation. We covered the original versions of these shows. Maybe someday we'll get to those. He was in a number of video game-based cartoons like Mega Man, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Pac-Man. And I would like to point out that the live-action version of Kevin was played by an actor named Dorian Borag. What? Borag. B-O-R-A-G. <laughs> Kid Icarus. This one's crazy to me. This is actually really cool. Kid Icarus was played by Alessandro Giuliani, and he was only 11 years old when he did this show. That's real. They don't seem like they typically hire people that young, at least at the time, to like do these parts. Wow. Um, that's impressive, That's really, Yeah, he actually did really fucking good, I would say, for 11. Eggplant Wizard was played by Michael Donovan. He has worked a bunch, so I'm just going to limit it to all the many video game-based cartoons that he's been in. He was on... Okay, here's one that I we're going to have to watch at some point. It's all called right. The Power Team. I remember watching it before school a lot, and it had, like, Bigfoot, the truck. It was just, like, the mo- even more random assortment of characters than this show. Uh, and he played Kuros from Wizards and Warriors on that. But he was also in Battletoads. Double Dragon, the cartoon, oh. Sonic the Hedgehog, the cartoon, Ooh. Mega Man, Darkstalkers, which is based on a fighting game. And speaking of fighting games, he was also in Street Fighter, the animated series, as both Guile and Zangief. So that's a shit ton of video game stuff, man. It really is. Yeah. King Hippo and Donkey Kong were played by Gary Chalk. He played Optimus Prime in various post-2000 versions of Transformers. He also played Optimus Primal in Transformers Beast Wars. That's one I can't wait for us to get to when we enter the 90s, finally. Oh, man. Yeah, that one's great. He played He-Man on the 1990 He-Man series, The New Adventures of He-Man. And he also played Man-at-Arms in the 2002 He-Man series. So, a little crossover with us there. Both past and future. Mm. The narrator was played by Doc Harris, and he also narrated Dragon Ball Z, the English version, through 2003. That's a huge deal. So I thought it sounded familiar, and I don't know who plays it now. Probably should, but... You should. It's a you big, should have that tattooed I, on you somewhere. <laughs> on your calf, at least. That information. Finally, Mother Brain was played by Levi Stubbs. Which is? Known partly for playing Audrey 2 in Little Shop of Horrors. The plant monster in Little Shop of Horrors. Wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much the same voice, I think. Just about... <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, can you do that? But over, over here, here? <laughs> can you just come over here and keep <laughs> keep talking? Just aim it at this microphone. Yeah, yeah. But he most famously was the lead singer for the Four Tops. I'll be there to love and comfort you. Double down, Yeah, dude. Yeah, wow, dude. that's cool. Yeah. So I loved I loved his performance. I mean, especially as a singer. I don't know if he has any acting experience aside from being Audrey too. Did fucking great. Good job, man. Sadly, he passed in 2008, but I think this is a testament to his abilities as much as any great Four Tops songs. And I love the Four Tops. They're great. Yeah. That concludes the trivia section. We just beat the first level of trivia. Okay. Okay. I think there's another level that we're about to come up on here in Video Land. It's a level that's... It kind of covers, I think, the toys or lack of toys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's something like that. I say we get into it. Okay. So this you might say this is the lack of toy corner. The lack of toy corner, yes. Better check your watch. Your watch. Ha. 
because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. You okay over there? Yeah. I'm okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this is this is the part where uh, I get to talk for a change. Just kidding. Um, no, he's, you're not going to talk. <laughs> Here we go. Will. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it into the mic. I'm going to break the mic if I do it. I have to aim away every time. <laughs> All right, man. Please so, talk. Please talk. So let, let, let's start the, the lack of toy corner here. Yes. So the only toy I found, like I showed you earlier, was a toy that I have no price and I don't know where to get it from. It is fucking good, though. <laughs> it is a good toy, Well man. made. It's it's a modern something or other. It's a modern something. I think you can, uh, you know, you can kind of send your description of, of what, you know, what. A custom toy maker. Yeah, a custom toy maker. And they'll, they'll whip you up something real professional like This is real nice, man. If you just kind of scour the internet, you'll be able to find it. All right, man. Then we'll move on to a little comic book. Well, so if I were to tell you that I found a 1988 Nintendo magazine, August issue. Oh, August. Okay. August, yeah, Thank just changes the... things a little bit. Yeah. How much would you say this would be to own off of eBay, good sir? I mean, August is the end of summer. Well, it, well actually, let me, let me change it. It was July slash August. Okay, so smack dab in the middle. 88, keep in mind, that was a damn good year. Summer of 88, I'm, I'm four years old. Okay. Summer, definitely brings prices up because kids are working those summer jobs <laughs> so they can afford more so you yeah. can charge them more so for an issue of Ninten- nintendo power magazine is that what it is yes. okay nintendo power magazine 1988 i'm gonna say july slash august july slash august i'm gonna say five dollars Will, you can own this for $50. What? You f- can't believe it. That's, uh, that's 10 times. 10 times. But that's exactly what I usually guess, and I didn't guess it. <laughs> I can't fucking believe this. God damn it, dude. I fucking, I always guess $50. Yes. Why well, don't want to play this game anymore? This is bullshit. I can't believe this. It's the way it's going to be, man. Jeez. Yeah. I can't. <sighs> All right, let's let's move on down the train, shall we? Fine. Down this this video land train. If I were to tell you I found a Nintendo Captain in the Game Master comic book, I'd say no way, bro. Yes, yes way, bro. And I'd say, oh, all right, used. bro. This is used. Keep in mind, how much would one of these be, good sir? <laughs> used comic. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you see it across the room, isn't it technically used already? <laughs> like you see the cover, I used it. Uh, so what issue is, issue is that? It is a nice issue. You don't have a number? Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Issue number nice. Got it. it is. Uh, I- issue number used. It's used. Well, then I'm going to say like $2. Will. Yeah. Dude. Less? It's, ni- it's $9 to own. That is more than four <laughs> times what I guessed. <laughs> oh, God. You keep scaring me, dude. Don't right? play games with my heart like that. I'm sorry. Now let's let's say I were to find a uh, the Captain in the Game Master, the complete series on DVD. Mm-hmm. Like happen across it in the jungles of Amazon.com. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How how much would you say this would be owned? And keep in mind, it's free shipping, good sir. Well, include the shipping zero, so we know it's at least zero. And then uh, let's say twenty dollars. Will, dude, it's fifty nine ninety nine. Really? Yeah. That's well. That's about three times what I guessed. <laughs> But that's in what? That's too much. Mm-hmm. Why is it so much, Travis? Tell me. Well, I don't know, man. 
I mean, it's it's even this pre, is it's you're even the boss. Pre-owned. It's even pre-owned. You're the boss of this level. You're supposed to know. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna have to say it so much because it's a, it's you know, semi rare, I guess. You know, I reckon. You know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, weird. Right, very strange. All it's right, way man. too much. It is. All right, so let's say I would, uh, I would have happened to found a uh, Captain in the Game Master original animation cell and painted background with all the characters. All the heroes of this show. Mm-hmm. Everyone that doesn't know what a cell is, a cell is short for celluloid. It's a transparent sheet on which objects are drawn or painted for traditional hand-drawn animation. Traditional. It's like it's like the transparencies our teachers used to put on the transparency projector. Correct. But for entertainment purposes mm-hmm, on the TV. Mm-hmm. You're asking me how much? Uh, how much? Yes, sir. Okay. And you know what? What? Shipping. Add the shipping on here too, buddy. Well, then uh, $50 and then plus $5 for the shipping. Well. Yeah. Dude. Hit me. It's $19.96 with an $8 shipping. This is, in, you You just lost in this level. This is like, you know what? You're lucky because since we're, we're in, in a, video game land, we're in video game land, none of this, none we of get this, to continue. Yes. At none, the end. None, none of this continues on with us when we go back to our real American I'm so vibes. glad we can select continue from the end game screen. Oh, shit. Yeah. If you could not do that again, though, because that. How kinda... is that less expensive than the DVD? Man. That is uh, not enough, I think, for an original cell and a painted background. Right. $20, you you paid somebody more than that to make it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and say I found a... Uh, Let's just say. Yeah. A captain in the Game Master <laughs> Travis, costume. Whenever you, you set up these hypotheticals, I feel like either I'm your lawyer and you've done something illegal, <laughs> or I'm a hitman and you're trying to feel out yeah, whether hi- I'm available or hypothetically, not. Hypothetically. Yeah. If I were to slide this briefcase of, of money to you... <laughs> Let's say it just happened to contain money. Yeah, with a picture yeah. of... A person, my loved one, in the in the briefcase. Let's just hypothetically say I'm not a fan of them being alive. (laughs) (laughs) What would happen if they were to perish? Right? Yeah. Okay. So you said cosplay. Yes. So in in this show, um, Kevin the lead character wears. Yeah, Kevin Keen. Yeah, he he wears almost like a Letterman's jacket. Yeah, it's for Northridge. Apparently, is where he goes. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, He says. Something about Northridge High School. It's not a real place, but it's funny. Well, anyway, yeah. so it has the N for Nintendo on there, kind of. It was, you know, it's kind of a Northridge, play, yeah. yeah. So Northridge, l- yeah. <laughs> let's let's say let's say hypothetically, I were to I were to have this cosplay jacket of the of the jacket that Kevin wears. Okay. On eBay, homemade. Uh, Somebody just made this thing. Yes, okay. uh, free shipping. How much do you think one of these would cost? Good. <laughs> Is it on Amazon Prime? Is that why it's free shipping? eBay. Well, how many continues do I have? None. None? None, dude. You, well, you, then... We got a couple more here you got to get through without shit. screwing this up. Yeah, I got no to press A properly. Um, Well, I'm going to select $20. $79.99. I could have guessed 50 Damn it. Yeah, you could have you could have gone bigger. Well, that's like four times what I guessed. All right, man. This is the big boy here. A vintage, mother effing vintage, NES Nintendo Power Glove controller in original box Excelente conditionos. How much for one of these bad boys? Original box, dude. I mean, I'm looking at it. It looks, it all looks really good. I'm gonna like th- this. This person, this person cares about stuff, <laughs> or or he found someone who cared about stuff and bought it from that yeah, person. He probably doesn't care about anything else though. <laughs> like that's all that matters in his life. Teeth yeah. are yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> R- relations- Friendships and 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 ruins. <laughs> everything's yeah, everything's estranged. Yeah, bills unpaid. This is nice though. 
Uh, well, I I don't think I could guess anything but fifty dollars. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some some to- extra tokens. You can you can you can go a little you can go a little bigger if you want to. I'm gonna get my heart rate down a little bit. Uh, God, this is so tempting. Uh, fifty one dollars. <laughs> you take all the tokens. I give you a million tokens. You you spend them on fifty one dollars. One American dollar. Huh. $220. Pretty good deal, I think, honestly, for that. It's a cool fucking thing just to have and look at and wear to your wedding. I mean, I, I, mean, I would hope that this is already taken now. Do this they, is do they make nice. them in left-handed, I wonder? Like, because then you could wear two of them. I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they if had they to. they didn't, you know somebody made one. I mean, back in the 80s, I mean, people were there ambidextrous. There were more left-handed <laughs> people. Yeah, they were uh, ambidextrous yeah. Everybody, back then, too. We've devolved since then, yeah. <laughs> I would love to have two of them on and just walk around a normal day, just like with two power gloves. <laughs> oh, with a with a duster on? Yeah, with a duster and two power gloves, <laughs> a wide brimmed hat. Oh man, and then that that brings me to my last little trivia thing here. Um, so that that glove, of course, had a little movie, like we mentioned earlier. Yes, yes, yes. The Wizard. The Wizard. Which was a joyous movie. It's I remember. Great. I remember watching this really heavy, like, bro. How cool was it that they previewed a new game that was coming out, Super Mario Brothers Three, in the movie? Oh, did, I lost that, my that, shit. That was that that's was what the it deal? was. Yeah. Wow. I man. lost my shit over that. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I literally shat the theater seat, and I was beyond diaper wearing. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, dude. It's really embarrassing. It's a serious condition, but it's that serious. Yeah, no doubt, man. So yeah, this was a 1989 uh, movie, man, with uh, starring Fred Savage, yep. America's sweetheart, Freddie Fred Savage. Savage. Yeah, he made, dude. He he ran my childhood as far as movies. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? He he's directed a ton of the Sunny in Philadelphia's, so yeah. he's run some of your adulthood too. True, man. Yeah. He's he's our just adulthood. I should been say. all in my life. Yeah. Uh, this this film follows three children as they travel to California. <laughs> The youngest of three is emotionally withdrawn. Remember, he's like, he's like not talking through the whole the whole movie. I remember like looking back at it. The kid probably seems like he's like comatose almost. Correct. Like, yeah. In- inappropriately. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. So he's withdrawn, but he has a gift for video games. Mm-hmm. Would now would we say that the kid has Aspergers? Yes. Okay. But yeah, man, the, uh, that movie was just great, and uh, that's all I really got. That kind of <laughs> that- <laughs> it's a great toy corner. <laughs> yeah. Edition. No toys. <laughs> That last one was especially good. The lack of toy <laughs> corner. I think I have spent every Mario coin in my Mario purse. Yes. Uh, for this show, yeah, for your, this week. Your little clutch purse you yeah. have right there. But before we try to figure out how to get the hell out of video land here, I don't think it's going to be too tough, but I think it's important that you spread, while you're in this other dimension, yeah. it's good if you spread the word like, I don't know how many crimes get committed here, but I understand that you have a true crime podcast. I do. I do, man. Can you tell the denizens of video land and podcast yeah, land about I this? I can. I'll stand, I'll stand on this digital mountaintop and scream from the top of my digital lungs that I do a podcast called Nature of the Beast. Nature of the with, Beast. With me, me, Brandon, and Catherine. Yes. And it's very good. It's a good podcast. It's found everywhere podcasts are found. It's true crime with a twist. It's fantastic. You need to check it out. Guys, check out Nature of the Beast. It is a great podcast, and I am happy to be associated with someone from the podcast. Oh, 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 thank you. As for this podcast, the Days Past Tooncast, you can reach out to us, and I, I suggest that you do heartily. Please. Reach out to us on Twitter, at dptooncast. You can email us at dptooncast at gmail.com. And you can also check us out on Facebook uh, at facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. It's pretty much DP Tooncast across the board. All day, every day. We're not getting creative. No. We're just going to use the letters that make up the name of the show. Yes. Yeah. 
And guys, I thought it would be nice if we started to actually tell y'all the cartoons that we were going to watch ahead of time. So you could maybe <laughs> check them out if you're a fan of them. Maybe see some of the things that we're talking about. So this Wednesday, we are releasing a special bonus episode. We are, for the first time, returning to a cartoon series that we have already covered before. We're going back to the one that started it all. We're talking Thundercats Episode 2. Be back on Wednesday to hear that one. And next week, we are going to be covering a show called Cops. C.O.P.S. Oh, baby. You thought I was going to lose that yeah, last yeah, thought, yeah, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew it was there. <laughs> We're going to check out Cops. Guys, go check it out wherever you can find it. It's worth giving a look, and we will be back next week to tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. All right, that wraps it up for the podcast. Uh, I'm looking around here. Um, I mean, I see 900 war poles. I don't know which one is which. <laughs> I mean, I have it's, to assume... It's Swiss cheese in here. I don't know... I have to assume that like any of them will just lead... Whichever one we choose will probably lead us back home, right? Well, I think some are probably going to kill us too, but... I'm down if you're down. All right. I mean, we are the we're the stars of this show, yeah. so I think we're okay. Okay. But so I'd say, which one looks the most like a sphincter? That one quivering. E- oh, yeah, absolutely. The quivering sphincter. Yes, that yes. one almost seems. Like, yeah, it's like a sarlacc pit. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I think I say we just take a dive in, but um, tutor my duder. Yeah, tutor my dude. And guys, I hope we Her. see you uh, on the other side of this thing. If there's a podcast next week, you'll know we made it out. And if there's not, then uh, we died. We died in a sphincter. Yeah, and we were out of continues. Yes. So. We'll see you guys then. See you next week. Uh, Will for the Days Past Tooncast. Gonna do a Geronimo here. Geronimo! It's a leaving too. This is Travis from Days Past Tooncast. <laughs>